The Doctor encounters a world with all the marks of Time Lord interference, and then he and Alice have to have a final confrontation with the Scream as the story of the sapling comes to an end. As we take a look at Doctor Who, The Eleventh Doctor, The Sapling Volume 3, Branches, straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. This volume collects four issues of Titan's 11th Doctor Comics, issues 9 and 11 through 13. There are two stories in it. The first is Strange Loops, which finds the TARDIS arriving on the planet Zoline. Which, the last time the Doctor had been on this world, it was pre-industrial. A special mask is required in order to breathe the air. The Doctor is having some strange reactions, and so he sets out to find out what's going on. And there is a sense on this world with the massive uh, increase in technology that there may have been some Time Lord involvement, perhaps, uh, during the Time War, uh, where they, uh, for some reason, moved the uh, development of this planet ahead. But that actually turns out to not exactly be the case, even though initially uh, we see what appears to be a Time Lord, but it's not actually a Time Lord at all. It's a Time Lord weapon known as the Orphan Hour. The Orphan Hour was a weapon that the Time Lords conceived that would automatically, uh, when it's deployed, roll back the enemy's technology and development by 30 years. So imagine if you are going to war and uh, you attack the enemy with this and before the battle they are thrown back to whatever technology they had in the 1980s. It's that sort of concept. However, those who are near the Orphan Hour are actually protected from its effects. So uh, three people uh, found it and uh, they started using it. They sent the people went 30 years. They used the orphan hour, sent everyone back 30 years. But because they were close by the uh, machine, they were not affected. And they also had all of the technological advances of the previous 30 years, which they then introduced and pawned off as their own. And by doing so repeatedly, they were credited as the planet saviors and their great inventors. It's a clever uh, concept for both a weapon and for a con game. But uh, the Orphan Hour did not want to be used that way, and so the Doctor took it away. Um, but what the TARDIS did with it uh, led to a situation where the TARDIS was going to crash. And so the Doctor appling to take root. And if you recall, the sap the nature of the sapling is that it was meant to be planted on a planet and then would uh, overrun all the life on the planet and then grow a new sapling to be sent elsewhere. 
this is a dangerous situation, but it's in the TARDIS, so it's not like it's actually on the surface of a planet, so it's a little different. However, the Scream, the villain from Volume 1 of the Sapling, has been following them throughout this time. And when uh, the Sapling puts on down roots, uh, the Scream reemerges inside the TARDIS to take advantage of uh, this situation and to now have the combined power of the sapling and the tortoise. Of course, the scream is part of the species, the silence. And as such, the doctor doesn't remember all the details about him since that is the great talent of the silence is if you look at them, you see them, uh, but then you turn away and you don't remember them. And this is particularly true of the scream, which if you'll recall from volume one, the scream was so forgettable that uh, even other members of the silence forgot about him. So anyone who looked on him totally forgot about him immediately thereafter. Now the doctor in the finale of this series uh, finds himself in hungry, thirsty roots up against the scream, uh, having fallen into his hands without even really remembering who his uh, opponent was. And now the plan of the scream is to get the TARDIS onto a planet, get the sampling out, and use him to propagate the planet, and then having propagated the planet uh, to uh, spread throughout the universe and so that he will be universally remembered. It's a really good concept story, and there's some imaginative realization of some of the sampling schemes. Uh, the Doctor and Alice face some real challenges and uh, even some uh, difficulty in being able to properly perceive reality. Uh, they uh, do come together in the end to defeat the Scream in a way that's clever but also a bit sudden. But I think it works for this book, which really is a bit of a concept book. I will say that the last couple panels have Alice referring to her travels with the Doctor in the past tense. And this may be because the, the current series is ending and Titan is going to be relaunching all of the Doctor Who comics, and so they don't necessarily want the new creative team bound to having Alice. But if this is actually her departure issue and we don't see her depart or have any reason why she departed, uh, then I will be a bit annoyed. Overall, though, I will give the Doctor Who, the 11th Doctor, the Sapling Volume 3 branches, a rating of somewhat classy. It really does nicely wrap up the entire uh, Sapling storyline. As a whole, I don't think the Sapling storyline was quite as compelling or as uh, interesting as the uh, ones from the first two years. The first year, we just really got to enjoy the Doctor and Alice traveling together. And the second year of the 11th Doctor involved mysteries of the Time War and 
Absalom Doc uh, joining the uh, Doctor on the TARDIS. This one is far simpler, but it's also really a, a fun arc. There's some great imaginative imagery used throughout, some high-concept stuff, and some exploration of the silence from the TV show that is actually interesting, taking an individual uh, member of that species who is too good at being a part of the silence. So uh, overall, I think this is, uh, this is somewhat classy. It's not the 11th Doctor at its best, but it's still a pretty enjoyable ride. All right, well, that's all for now. If you do have a comment, email it to me, classiccomicsguy at gmail.com. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ClassyComicsGuy, and check out the website, ClassyComicsGuy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.